30 years ago, I realized I wasn't living out my dreams. Life was just happening to me and I was watching it go by. I was living randomly. Goal Camp endeavors to help you align with your goals and dreams. Live with intent and set a path for your footsteps to move along so that you have a higher probability of success in achieving your personal goals and adding value to others. It's time to get excited about the life you're living. It's time to stop living randomly. I'm Derek Lott, your camp director, and this is Goal Camp. Welcome to Goal Camp. I'm your camp director, Derek Lott. And last episode, we were talking about branding. And I specifically got into your resume. And your resume should reflect your brand. And as I thought about it even more, if you don't want to hire yourself from your resume, who else will? So it's got to scream at you first before it screams out to the marketplace. And as I mentioned last episode, we should endeavor to have people reaching out to us because our resume is so on point. But once you get those inquiries and you start getting called out for interviews, how, how you show up is even more important. You know how timely that is, Derek. One of the biggest things that people fail to realize uh, with their resume or as creatives would like to call them portfolios is that it's not just a one-way street. People like to think that, oh, I, I need to put this on here, I need to put that on there because it'll grab their attention. Well, what's grabbing your attention? Yeah, what is, what is well, I mean, that's important. I mean, you've got to believe in yourself so much more than the person who's looking at your resume or your portfolio. Campers, you might be thinking, well, who's this guy Derek's having a conversation with? I am so excited to share a little bit of time with Vince Kander. Vince is a visual marketing expert, and he's going to talk a lot about how you show up and what you want to present so that you get that job, so that you close on that job. And not because you're trying to convince or cajole or get people to do things you don't want them to do, because they connect with your brand promise. You know, one of the things that I, I follow a guy right now, and, and you know him as well, Derek, his name's Carlos Gill. And one of the biggest things that I really enjoy listening to him speak about, talk about in his book, At the End of Marketing, it's humanizing your brand. Who wants to talk to someone stale? I don't want to talk to anybody stale. Do you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So one of the biggest things that I find attractive when I'm looking at any type of portfolio or any type of resume is... Do I see you? Do I see your confidence? Is there integrity in your brand? I always say, if you're not 100% for something, you're 100% against it. And that is something that I believe people play with too much. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I can, I can pick and choose this, or I can pick and choose that. Well, why do I have to pick and choose who I am? And you shouldn't either. Once you've put that portfolio in and you're walking through the door of any interview, any, um, real type of test at that point, right? You want to come presented in the same way that you presented your portfolio or your resume. You want to come with confidence, you want to come with integrity, and you want to stay in brand. What that looks like is however you've set yourself up to be seen. You have set your brand up. You have created a, 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 a marketplace. 
Now stay consistent to that. In other words, if you were to read someone's resume and it was exuding confidence or it was exuding mm -hmm. a level of competency and a skill set, right. you're expecting to see that walking through the door. Exactly. Exactly. I honestly feel like the biggest thing that people, well, for instance, millennials, what we have that I think I feel a lot of um, people could agree with is, is that we have a little bit of a zealousness to us, mm -hmm. an overconfidence, which oh, could wow. hurt us as well. well talk and, more about that. Well, we fall into a category of having to overprove ourselves because mm -hmm. so many people already just based on, excuse me, our age group already prejudge us for being lazy or not knowing anything or feeling as if, oh my gosh, this is a millennial walking through the door. So we, we tend to have to combat that. Yeah. But we lack balance in some, in some areas when we do that. Sometimes we'll over-exude that confidence to the point where it becomes prideful or yeah. where, it where it will hurt us more than mm -hmm. it'll help us. But the beautiful thing about a resume is there's bullet points. So, and, 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 and I'm using that metaphorically when I say, put your confidence out there but don't overly do it to the point where someone doesn't want to listen anymore because then they feel inferior or they feel like they don't matter. And that's not what we want to make somebody else feel. We want to give confidence, yeah. not take it away. Yeah. So there is a way to carry yourself, exude confidence, but don't overdo it. Don't lay it on too thick. Exactly. You want people can see right through that. They people can. People can really see right through they that. They can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when I was coming up, Obviously, when I say I was coming up, I guess I'm still coming. I've still got to come up. Oh, man, know? we're always coming up. That's <laughs> always that, coming that. up. But when I was younger in my career, <laughs> I remember it was always about the black suit or navy blue suit, the white shirt, and the power red tie. And that's how you went to an interview. But today, I feel very different. Now, I choose a style, mm -hmm. but what's your perspective on it? It's all depending upon where you're walking into. What are you applying to? Um, yeah, I would say uh, uh, in the past things would be more stapled because everyone lived by a standard, a um, set guideline. Today that set guideline, we're throwing it out the window. We don't, we don't want that set guideline, but we understand that guidelines need to exist. One of the biggest things though that I've really noticed that I, that I take very seriously is that people want but they don't want to work for it. And when you say, well, how should they step up into or how should they walk into that interview? I say, I think, again, it, as it, it pertains, to whatever, pertains to whatever you're walking into, but also, again, I'm going to bring it back to your resume, your portfolio. What is that saying? What are you telling that employer through your resume and through your portfolio? Does your resume, is it on cardstock? Is it thicker? Does it have a little bit of a resid, like, a, you know, some type of... Um, residue that makes it look or feel a little bit more aesthetically pleasing. At that point, you just took a little extra effort to showcase that you have attention to detail. But then you walk into your interview and your shoes don't match your you know, or your, or your socks aren't like, you're not, you're, you're, you're just not showing that same level of attention to detail to how you just walk through the door. So I'm going to be a little bit. So that brand that you communicate in writing or on social media or mm -hmm. it has exactly. to show up 
at the door. Exactly. So if you are given the details to your point about if you use high quality paper or, or whatever it may be, there's a sheen on it and there's certain right. elegance and you walk through the door and your shoes aren't shined, they got scuff marks all over them, right. your, your pants aren't neat. Well, I'm not saying that either yeah. because okay. honestly, okay. scuff marks can be a style. I'm <laughs> yeah, true, just saying. True. I mean, but I if know. the resume <laughs> is, is polished, I mean, it, exactly. would, it would kind of reflect. Exactly. Right? You would want but, a yeah, consistency. But if you had more of a uh, unique uh, what artisan kind of exactly. feel. You're you going to walk in with walk that. in feeling mm -hmm. that way. And exactly. I think that's good. And that's about consistency. Exactly. And not confusing people. It's very, not only should you have consistency, but you should believe in your brand. If someone wants to turn you away because of something that they have an issue with, move on. It's so okay. Then, so now, yeah, okay, so for everybody listening, this is so key because I think often we get turned away and we consider it a turn down. You know, right. It's like we got rejected. And they, we have to like alter me. our brand in some way, shape, or form. Right. And, and, and the fact is you haven't found your tribe. Exactly. You haven't found your community. You haven't connected yet. And maybe it says something about the resume or about the signal that you sent out that you attracted the wrong person to you. They're the problem, not you. Exactly. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I think about that all the time because you interview people and they're just not a fit. They're just not a match. But in still, in, in, without fail, they'll call me back and say, you know, I understand I didn't get the job. Do you have any feedback for me? And it's just like, really, it just wasn't a match. We thought you were nice. We thought, you know, yes, you've got mm -hmm. some background and skills. We just didn't see you as a fit. And they will see that as, oh, they didn't want to tell me why or they weren't really sharing right. any feedback. But it really wasn't anything specific. You mm -hmm. just didn't connect. It wasn't a fit. It wasn't a match. I, I can agree to that. I think that it, it wasn't a match, but I would implore employers to use better verbiage. And the reason why is because, like I said before, millennials always feel like they have to show up and show out. Because at the end of the day, and I don't mean show out in a bad way. I mean like show out like this is who I am. Right. This is what I'm, this is what I have to offer. And when they put all of themselves in there, like into that resume, into that interview, into that person that they're sitting across from, they feel deflated after if they don't get it. And honestly, sometimes it's better for the employer to be a little bit more honest yeah. than, than that. Yeah. And I would say that maybe a better verbiage could be or should be, you know, um, somebody's skill set just fit better or someone else's, uh, we loved your, your skill set was was amazing and I would uh, we just only had one position and honestly we had we had a panel of people or or whatever that looks like for that situation but being mysterious can lead to second guessing and that person second guessing and, and as an employer you shouldn't want that even for somebody that you decided to pass on yeah and I think that's a, a delicate balance on both sides because employers are always trying to protect themselves from lawsuits mm -hmm. <laughs> so you share some information and like that sounds discriminatory right me. but it is a balance and I, I think you make a good point there and as, as we talk about this how you show up we're planning in 2020 to go after a new career, go after a new job. We're going to go after a promotion. We're going to have to do some things different and be different. And as you're working on crafting your, your brand, you know, so much. You mentioned Carlos Gale, and I, I love when he says, 
I, I just got a fresh haircut and I feel amazing, <laughs> right? right? Is that right? And I, what I think about is, what about grooming, right? I've often heard that you know a haircut is good, but you never want to go in with a brand new haircut or you want to let it kind of grow out a couple of days. I've heard different thinking about grooming. What about beards and what about all those types of things? What's, what should people think about when they think about those things? I think they're irrelevant. I mean, I, I, I think that again, consistency is key, but be clean. Um, you don't have, I mean, if a person's crisp, so what? Like, I think we put too much emphasis on yeah. that stuff. Yeah. When I, we grew up in my, when I was coming up again in my early days, it was always right. said a mustache means they're hiding something. You know, <laughs> I think that, uh, <laughs> What is it? Generation Y is, is is or is it Generation X? Generation X. My apologies. Are relatively the generation that definitely took heed to what was told to them and followed by it and was okay with doing so. I think the difference between us is we're setting a tr- a new trend and a new tone for our generation after us, and it always kind of falls back. Right? We always recycle. We always have a, another yeah. you know a generation that will uh, that will listen. Right. And then we always have a generation that sets the tone. Mm-hmm. So we're the generation that's setting the tone. I think beards are, 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 especially social media, creatives, all of that. It's making a comeback. But just make sure it's washed. It doesn't look dirty. Like those are the real keys. Those are the right. real right. moments that we're going to say, hey, <laughs> no. You need, to, <laughs> you need to fix that, buddy. Like if you're going to wear it, wear it. Like, but wear it with, with pride. And I'm not saying be prideful. But I do believe that you should take pride in what you do. And that's important and how you look. Speaking of that, I know someone. She's very close to me. And she was wanting a promotion at her job. And she told me she wanted that promotion. And she worked at a bank. So that next step for her, what did that look like? She was going to work wearing flats. She was going to work wearing... She was... Don't get me wrong. Her outfits were nice. They were nice. But they weren't next level. How do you get noticed by people... Well, do you blend in or do you stand out? And, 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 and if you want to be noticed by someone other than just your supervisor, when, you're, when someone else is walking in the door that might be above your supervisor, they need to notice you too. Well, long story short, is is that heels hurt. Okay, well, pain is gain. So, uh, so we have to wear, at least four days a week, we need to wear heels. You need to match. You need to pick your shoes out first. Match your, your outfit to your shoes exude the confidence that you need to be able to get that promotion and you will get it three to four months later she's walking through the door and she has a promotion with a three and a half dollar raise so if people say appearance doesn't matter i tell them in what industry because it all again depends on what you're walking into because if you're if you're in construction of course your work ethic is just is going to be exude more than what you're wearing but as long as you're wearing stuff that's safe, making yeah. sure that you're being consistently safe, it's right. all dependent upon what your industry is, and image does matter and in a, everything. I love what you're saying because I get, I'm thinking about that across any kind of career you might have. You mentioned the work site. If you show up and you ha- you're cleaned up, 
every day you take pride in the, the gear that you put on, even right. though you may be working in dusty conditions, but you wash your stuff, it's neat, and it, you're going to stand out. Exactly. People may think you're crazy, but the boss and the people that recognize that you take care in how you present yourself, right. they are gonna, they love it. They and do. again, it's not about trying to please anybody. And I appreciate that sentiment from you because that is so far from what I want people to get the message. We gotta please ourselves. You're right, you gotta be yeah. happy with it. And if you're happy with it, don't really matter what anybody else thinks. If right. you can walk with your head held high with, a, with gum in your beard, Right? With dirt on, under right. your <laughs> Then, hey, do, do you. You know what I'm saying? But I think if we're all honest with ourselves, we like the way we feel when we're cleaned right. up, when we're fresh. Maybe we don't like wearing a tie or being in the tuxedo suit, but right. we, li we like being cleaned up and being fresh. Mm -hmm. And people appreciate it when we pr present ourselves that way. That, that, is, that is on point. So I, I'm still on this, this grooming thing. I'm, I'm going to say this. <laughs> there are a lot of judgmental things we can do to solidify just any reasoning behind why we are judgmental. Like... For instance, if I say, oh, he, he or she has dreads or he or she has, has braids, um, but we both know what new growth is. So, you know, all that, but it's, they're not tight, right? But they, they look, that, that's not, like, it's about understanding and, and, and right. being willing to understand someone else's culture, someone else's lifestyle, someone else's viewpoint, and understanding breeds uh, respect, and that is from both sides, and everything needs to have a balance. And... Why would someone come to the job that they want knowing that they can't wear something or a certain thing? You look up the job before you get there anyway, or at least you should be. And if it doesn't work for you, right. don't do it. And yeah, I'm not right. saying that to deter anybody from doing something that they really, really want to do. And sometimes you got to fight it. Sometimes you got to, if, if, right. if this industry is where you want to be at, but the only reason you're not getting into that is because of something that has been said or done, then you need to fight it. At that point, us millennials will stand up and say, listen, this is not okay. Right. But a Generation X would be like, let me shave my beard because that's right. different. Right. And But that is why I said before is, is that at the end of the day, beards can be clean. We can we can clean up our natural hairstyles. We can clean up certain things. And that doesn't mean getting rid of them. We need to take pride in what we have. I personally believe that that is the most important thing, having balance, taking pride and understanding what door you're walking into. All of this has kind of convicted me, right? Because I'm coming from that older generation that's looking at the new generation. But that's why I hang out with you guys. As you know, I hang out with a lot of the younger generations because I want to get educated, right? You want to get educated or you want to feel young? <laughs> I, you know I feel young. I feel young, absolutely. But I never want to be that detached. You know, I never want to be that short-sighted when... Uh, a young person comes in to interview for a job that I might have and I'm so disconnected that I'm judging them because their hair is a certain way or they've decided to wear a certain attire that I feel doesn't necessarily look the part. I want to be sensitive to that and you've educated me on that today. A lot of people are going to go into 2020 looking for a new job. A lot of people are going to go in saying, how do I get that promotion? Now, I love the story about the young lady that you gave that advice that, hey, you got to look the part. You got to step out. You got to look at what it's going to take. 
start I know the feet hurt, I got it. Heels are painful, they're right. tough sometimes, but it's gonna help you stand out and it's right. going to show that you're taking it to another level and that's gonna help you get recognized. And right. you're, you're going to get some people inquiring about, hey, I noticed that they'll, they will comment on it. Right. So how should, what should people be thinking about? What do they go after first? Do they look at their wardrobe? Do they clean their hair? Do they, what, what do, how do they approach this visual, the optics about how they show up going forward in 2020? I think that first they should solidify what they want. I think that the second step would be understanding what it takes to get it and then fulfilling it. Do you, because if at a new career it's going to take different steps than a new than a promotion because a promotion is going to you need to level up on a promotion at a new job they don't know who you are so you need to walk in the door the way you want to be seen for the next year before your promotion comes up and realize what the next level looks like before you even get there because you're going to have to level up and then the thing is, is that in order to get a promotion, how does that look for your job? So as far as optics are concerned, it's not just how we look, it's how we act, it's how we present ourselves, it's our work ethic. And I think that branding is more than just what you visually put on Instagram. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, but I mean, and, and I do it and I do it well, but there's a consistency in tone. There's a consistency in, in how it makes a person feel, how the it resonates with your audience and how that translates into a regular job as well or that is not an entrepreneur um, are you known for your data entry skills are you known for making sure that everyone that you're always safe like say if you're in a construction job you you make the effort to go above and beyond on safety protocols and people see that people will notice that that's brand that is your brand and that's important. So when you want to go into 2020, you want to identify your first steps just as much as you want to identify the next step. And that is all going to pertain on what step you're taking, whether it be a new job, a promotion, or humbling yourself and understanding, eh, let me take a step back. Let me look at some things. Is it not going to work? In order to grow here, am I going to have to move around and do something different? Am I going to have to take a step back and check myself? Because you have to. And People always say, and I, and I posted about this the other day, people always say, do not look back. No, look back. It's okay. Because in order to, to understand where you need to go, you're going to have to identify 2019. You're going to have to see where you fell. You're going to have to see what you did wrong. That's and you're good. going to have to see what you did right so you can build upon it. And that is something that you're going to take into 2020. You've been, you've been attending Go Camp. That's the first three episodes in about two minutes wrapped up really well. I tell you what, I can, couldn't have said it better. It's so important for people to assess and understand where they're trying to go and what they want to accomplish before they take any steps mm -hmm. to invest exactly. in re-imaging themselves, so to speak. I appreciate the conversation so much. We're going to see you next episode. And remember, your brand screams so loud, I can't hear you. Thanks, man. <laughs> I try, man. I try. Thanks for listening to Gold Camp. All the resources from this episode can be found on my website at DerekSeelot.com forward slash Gold Camp. As always, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Derek C. Lott. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Achieving your goals is not something that you can do alone. Find a partner that can keep you accountable. Looking forward to the next episode. Until next time, this is your camp director, Derek C. Lott, signing off.